Hello, and welcome to a Down Under episode of the Drywall Podcast. I'm your host, Nick Harmon. With us today, Gary Holt of Gary Holt Plastering from Australia. We talk about dry lining in Australia, the old days of drywall talk, and horsehair? There wasn't, a sa- there wasn't a safe horse in your area. Like They well, were all, ba- they were all bald. Yeah, <laughs> they call I called it horsehair. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not 100 percent sure of what it those really is. Plaster was. guys, those yeah. plaster guys that show up to the job and the horses that go running. Yeah, they they, they do the bolt, mate. <laughs> Gary is awesome, and you are going to love this episode of the Drywall Podcast. This episode of the Drywall Podcast is brought to you by Can-Am Tools. This will be the final episode sponsored by Can-Am Tools. They have supported us all throughout March and April and beyond, and we appreciate them for that. Can-Am Tools is also celebrating 50 years of excellence as the original and leading inventor of the semi-automatic drywall finishing tool. Their line of tools is centered around the compound tube, one of the most versatile tools on the market. Now, for this final episode and through April, you have a chance to get your hands on these tools at a discounted price. If you go to canamtools.com and enter promo code TDP15. Guests of the Drywall Podcast, including Gary, will receive a sweet swag bucket from CSR filled with lots of cool stuff, such as a sample pack from Fresco Harmony, a Tech Dry Tool three way spy sponge, a shirt, and potentially much more. But for now, Gary Holt on the 49th episode of the Drywall Podcast. Let's get into it. Hey, Nick. Hey, how's it going, sir? Going okay, mate. How you doing? We made it. It's early there. Yeah. Yeah. We're all over it, mate. (laughs) Like a fat kid on a Mars bar, mate. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We've got Gary Holt. Of Gary Holt plastering, Australia dry lining, three hours out of Melbourne, Talangata, Australia, yep. down under. Throw some shrimp on the Barbie. We're coming at you live with the uh, Drywall Podcast. <laughs> Unbelievable. You, you hear that? You hear that? Do they actually say throw shrimp on the Barbie? In uh, no, no, mate, no, not at all. That's that that's... was purely an advertising campaign for the U.S. Yeah. Oh wow, interesting. I did not know that. I remember. Uh, I think of Crocodile Dundee. I was old enough to yep. watch Cro- Crocodile Dundee. He was great. Yeah, yeah, he was quite quite a character. What most was... people don't realize, particularly in the U.S., is he had a, a TV show prior to that uh, called the Paul Hogan Show. It was okay. like a. Just, um, I suppose, just skits he'd do. Okay. Just a, a knock, knockabout type of bloke. Yeah. Uh, it's all over YouTube if you want to look at it. And they're quite funny and and uh, very politically incorrect these days. 
Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. probably make fun of women and whatever. Oh, and everyone. <laughs> Everyone, yes. <laughs> Nobody's safe. No one, nobody was sacred. <laughs> cool. You got the wallboard uh, tools shirt on there, repping the wallboard yes. a little bit. Is that yeah. wallboard yeah. Australia? Yes. Yes. Wallboard tools Australia. Yep. Oh, okay. They have it like a division over there because there's wallboard. Is there wallboard? No, it's a complete, completely separate, different company. Yeah. Then wallboard uh, Canada. Yes. Yeah. So that's wallboard separate. Not wallboard trim and tool versus wallboard tool. Yes. Okay. Wallboard tools. Yep. Now, how does uh Tape Pro, where does that fit in? Tape Pro is like a tool manufacturer. They sell product to wallboard tools. Correct? So Tape Pro is a manufacturer. Okay. Wallboard tools is a distributor. Okay. So neither of them sell directly to the public. So they're both, um, yeah, I suppose a business that just wallboard deals with uh, stockers such as okay. other companies. Yeah. Yeah. And Tape Pro is now launched overseas as well. So they in Australia, they deal exclusively with wallboard tools, but internationally they'll deal with uh, uh, wallboard tool and trim, um, wall tools, um, and I'm not sure of all the distributors. Yeah. Also in uh, UK and uh, Europe as well. Yeah. So they, okay. they deal directly with their distributors in those countries. Yeah. Since it's tomorrow, Friday there. There's a yeah. And you're of... still yesterday. <laughs> I'm yeah. still yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. So actually Tape Pro and Warboard owned by the same same people. Ah, interesting. Okay. Yes. Yes. Same owner. Do you know who that is? I do. Yeah. And you know, those guys, your friends with, can you say on, on, uh, on, on social? Um, I suppose Stuart, Stuart Orchard is the guy's name, but I think he, he tries to keep in the background a fair bit. Okay. Stuart. So yeah. Okay. Okay. Very, very cool. The great Gary Holt. You you know, we see you all the time on social media. You're pretty prevalent. Um, Australian sort of uh, ambassador. Um, Australia comes up a lot on the Drywall Podcast. Uh, you guys do a really good uh, finishing job. You've got the uh, Drywall Gangsters out of Australia, correct? Yes. Yes. I, yeah. th those, yep. I need, I need to interview those guys. Those guys come up a lot. People are always talking about how great the drywall gangsters are. Have you worked with those guys or do you know them at all? <clears throat> I've spoken with them. Um, I haven't actually met them that they're, they're uh, about uh, 1600 kilometers from here. So it's about a, a thousand ways. miles roughly. Yeah. That's a ways. Yeah. So they're, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're north of me. They're up on the coast, up in Queensland. Up in Queensland. Okay. And so you are, uh, we'll start in the middle. Why not? <laughs> are you an ambassador for any of these tools? Are you like, do these guys throw you tools? Um, what's your relationship to some of the tool companies currently, you know, that are uh, Tape Pro, 
uh, wall board uh, besides like, you know, using a tool? Do you, do you vet the tools? Do they give you tools to check out? How does that work? Yes, all of the above. All of so, the above. yeah, they, um, any, any new tools that they've been developing, they generally send me a, I suppose, a, a base version, what they're coming out with and put it in my hands for a while. I have a bit of a play with it, give them feedback, pros and cons. Yep. Uh, yeah, so I've been, been, I suppose, dealing with Warboard and Tape Pro for oh, a number of years now. Um, originally okay. caught up with those guys through Drywall Talk all those years right. ago. Right, right, right. I guess yeah. we could skip back. Yeah. Why Gary Holt, though? Why do they choose you? You're that good. How do they find I you? I don't know. They like you. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess they found me through Drywall Talk. Yeah. Okay, and, way um, back. Way back, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you remember so, me? Uh, do you remember me on Drywall Talk? Absolutely. Yeah. You do. Yeah. You do. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. I guess I remember you. That's when I Fresco see... first hit my hit my radar, mate. Fresco. Yeah. <laughs> that was I got to Drywall Talk um through Bernie. Bernie was I met him on Contractor Talk or through LinkedIn and Bernie yeah. was like Oh, you need to go check out Drywall Talk. And I went on to Drywall Talk and it was just a melee. And Brian was on there doing Drywall Nation. And Joe was on there with Trim, yeah. trim Techs. And yeah, yeah. that was prob probably the first social media outlet. Who else was on who else was on Drywall Talk back back then? Uh Tubuck. Remember Tubuck? Yeah. Tubuck Canuck. Like, um, some some Canadian, like Tubuck. Now what's it what was his name? Boy, you're pushing my memory now. That's okay. I, like th I think it was a Richard or a Rick. Yeah. I can't remember his surname. Yeah. Two bug. Yeah. Was, that wasn't Richard Icefeller because he was Ice Rock, no. but it was it was yeah. Rick nonetheless. Was that yeah. Rick Moore? Was that Rick Moore? No. He's American. No, no, no. He's, he's from um, the southern part of the States. So drywall yeah. talk, drywall talk, and for all you listeners that are that are maybe a little younger, that must have been around nine years ago. I was looking at like my history of Fresco Harmony. I think that Fresco Harmony sort of started maybe eight or nine years ago. I mean, that was like right out of the gate. I was getting my first feedback on the product from drywall talk, and you know, people were like, "Colored mud, my grandma does that," you know. <laughs> what are you trying to pedal? <laughs> you know, all of that. And I was like, ah, I was just doing colored mud, like whatever. <laughs> I got this bottle. You can buy them online. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I, I did not have the nerves to take some of the criticism back then. So I quickly exited out of uh drywall talk. And then also yeah, I didn't yeah, have fairly thick skin. Yeah. I didn't have uh the, I didn't have like the chops because I wasn't doing drywall. I was doing Fresco Harmony. I could talk drywall, but I was really there to sort of market Fresco Harmony and nobody really wants to hear that. You know, they wanted to talk about yeah. new tools and stuff. Yeah. And they still do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I haven't been on there for years. So I, I popped in there oh, probably 18 months ago. I just dropped in and had a bit of a look and see what was going on. But yeah, none Is of the still old guys are there. Is it still going? Well, it was then, about eighteen months ago. So I, I assume it's still there, but okay, I don't know for sure. 
But it was like kind of, I feel like they changed management very quickly and it kind of got silly, like real quick, yeah. real quick. They didn't. Uh, yeah, it, it, went, it went to the pack. It got hacked at one stage. Oh, okay. And then it was just never the same after that. Yeah. Oh, okay. But, you know, the, the, the contacts that personally I developed through drywall talk was invaluable. Yeah. Absolutely invaluable. And then where did you go from uh where did you go from drywall talk? Was that then over to the Facebook groups? Did you start sort of exploring there? No, uh, I I've I have not been really involved in any of the Facebook groups. I you know, what I see of Facebook, I gen I might sound judgmental, but to me a lot of it seems very negative. And you know, guys are very quick to call someone else out and yeah, but yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't know, but um, Instagram, I, I I feel is generally a more positive platform. Yeah, you know, if people, the old adage, if you haven't got something nice to say, say nothing. Yeah, and I feel more people do that. Mind, there are a few cowboys that like to jump up and rant and carry on a bit, but for the most part, it's a fairly positive platform. So. Yes. Yeah, that's where I've ended up and yeah. So you hang out more now on uh on Instagram. Do you have a website? No. 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 Don't bother. Like that. No, no. Don't need to generate any business. No, you're staying so busy. I, yeah, staying busy. I don't yeah. I I even used to advertise locally, but I've I've stopped doing that because I just you get sick of saying sorry, I can't do it. You know, yeah, people come up with a time frame or I've got two weeks to get, uh, sorry. I'm yeah. Booked out that, for months. That's a great, great problem to have. So, uh, did yeah. you, are you first generation drywaller? Where did you start? Yeah, I am. My, um, father's actually a, an auto body repairer and he had his own shop. Cool. But, um, yeah. So I'm first generation plaster. I was in school and not liking school wanting to get out yeah and a guy offered me a, a job said, like well, a good like a good drywaller good drywallers yeah, like well no, no school Just give me the tools yeah. i'll go over here yeah, give start me the tools start, start making money yep. beer and money over here i can buy i can afford my beer and my car over here school yeah you could still afford the beer but <laughs> maybe not the car <laughs> i was a bit i was a bit young for beer i was 16 nick so <laughs> Yeah, too young to be drinking. Oh, you were young. So they had they yeah. had uh, union was strong in your area. No, not at all. Not at all. All, all piecework. Um, okay. Yeah, build it. Yeah, people did piecework to the builders subcontract. Who'd you and start working with? Uh an old guy. He'd been in it for a few years, but to be brutally honest, he wasn't that um, up with. What was going on himself he was struggling so I, I managed to stay with him for four years and then what do you mean um, he wasn't what do you mean he wasn't up with what's going on oh some of his methods were a bit ordinary he did did more hanging than finishing he's just he struggled a fair bit struggled a lot um okay after i finished with him i was with him for about four years and then i went with uh, another guy and i was uh worked, worked with him for 16 years Oh wow! A lot, yeah. A great, great mentor. Um, so that first guy, did he have finishers that you learned from? 
Or did you learn your no, finishing from no. him? Learned, learned what I could from him. Okay. He also uh, worked with, at times, we went and worked for another guy, an older fella. Okay. Um, sort of contracted to him on an hourly rate and picked up bibs and bobs from him and learned more from him than I did from the guy I was actually working for. I like so. that. Bibs, bibs and bobs. It's a good one. But, um, <laughs> yeah, in, in Australia, most of the older guys, which I suppose they've all retired now, were what they call um, fibrous plasterers. So back in the day, plaster was uh, all cast on a flat deck. So it was uh, three-eighths thick. Okay. And it had horsehair in the middle of it as reinforcing. Beautiful. So they'd sheet, sheet, these, sheet the houses with that. Um, and different – every town had its own plaster works. Okay. And they'd sheet the houses with these with these sheets. Often they were still green, very, very heavy. And then the plasterer would come in and finish all the joints. So back then there was no no tape, no all purpose, no hot mud, nothing like that. Okay. It was all um, hand hand finished with a uh, finishing plaster. And it was all, yeah. all the joints were all polished. There was no sanding. So they'd, they'd trail all the joints up. They'd what stay you on use, a joint until that joint was finished. What'd you use to fasten the joints together? They'd use horsehair. The horsehair um, would the horsehair would connect the uh the joints together. Yeah. Yes, fascinating. Horsehair the the yeah. Yeah, no tape back in the day. This there is, wasn't uh, there Sorry. wasn't a sa- there wasn't a safe horse in your area. Like they well, were all ba- they were all bald. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they call I called it horsehair. I'm not yeah, I, I'm not hundred percent sure of the actual, what it Those really plaster was. guys. Those yeah. plaster guys would show up to the job and the horses would go running. <laughs> yeah, they they would do the bolt, mate. <laughs> Uh, that's interesting. So you saw the transition, I would assume, during your probably your second stint with the 16-year guy, you saw that transition from that old method to drywall, correct? No. So I, that was that was before me. So while, okay. by the time I came into the trade, it was all um, uh, plasterboard sheets or sheet rock, okay. chip rock, whatever you want to call it. But okay. the guys were still there and still using a lot of the older methods. They've they'd sort of oh, transitioned. Most of them were all hawk and trail guys, so they used the tools that they had. They'd yeah. all gone to tape and, and base coat with and then a top coat and sanding. But they were using a lot of their old methods. You know, hawk and trail and it, hawk and trail is still the most popular method in Australia. Yeah, Canada, Canada, they like the hawk and trial also. Yeah, it's probably the pan and knife is probably more prevalent in America. Yeah, I'm yeah. not sure about other areas. Uh, <clears throat> you get you, is it good necessarily good or bad to get more mud on your on your hawk? You can get more mud on the hawk. It's easier to access the mud, particularly a thicker mud. Um, I use a pan and knife for. 
uh, uh, taping, bedding in tapes behind the bazooka. Wiping down. Because the, yeah. yeah, wiping down. The mud's that wet. You try and balance that on a hawk. It's like trying to balance a ball bearing on a sheet of glass. It doesn't work. Mm -hmm. uh, You're going to get all the... Uh the pan and knife guys being like, see Gary Holt, he uses a pan and knife. <laughs> Horses for courses, whatever, whatever yeah. you're doing, there's not one method that's best for everything. So yeah. Yeah. yeah I, li I like to run a really thick, thick mud on my beads. First coat of bead. Okay. And I, I've using your hand with a trowel is a lot easier than trying to run it with a knife when you're using thick mud. It's just a lot less stress on your hand and on your body. So hawk and trowel makes sense. Whereas with the thin mud for wiping down, hand and knife makes sense. Right. So you you just go with what works, what works best. Yeah. And so were you using the tools, this second company that you worked with, were you using tools like right out of the gate? All hand tools. Yeah. Yep. The, uh, the automatic... Not, the automatic. No, no, no. Big, big gap there, Nick. Yeah. So we're using a, you know, taping, taping in using a six inch knife with a, a hawk to run base coat in, tape by hand. Second coat trowel, which is a, uh, what is it, about an eight inch trowel, curved trowel for second coating. We'd use a base coat for that mud. So these are all setting compounds. And then you'd use a uh, a two eighty mil or a eleven and a half inch, whatever it is, trowel, curved trowel, for a top coat. And that that was a, a bucket mud or in a box, or you could mix it up yourself. You could actually mix it, and that was uh, a compound that was an air dry that you'd sand, and that was all by hand, angles by hand, everything. It wasn't until the late nineties that we first seen a box. How old were you around that time? So at 16, what year would you say you started? I started in 1981. Okay. I'm giving away secrets now, aren't I? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm doing yeah. the math. <laughs> yeah, doing the math, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so 16. 59, 59 this year, Nick, save you trying to work it all out. Beautiful, 59. So 16 years, right around 81, you and then yep. you worked you worked 16 years so you got 91 maybe around 97 you were with you were with the second company through 97 i would assume yeah. right there towards the tail end of that company that's when maybe the semi-automatic tools and the automatic tools that's when those tools started to emerge yeah so um boxes was the first things we used okay and that what, that was it so Quite a while. What did you think of the box when you first saw it? What the hell? <laughs> Where where's this been all my life? <laughs> Get off my job. No, you, oh, you liked it right away. You liked it right away. Yeah, 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 yeah. absolutely. You didn't, you didn't kick the yeah. sales guy off the job. Tell him to get the hell out of here with his fancy tools. <laughs> no, I went past the job. Drove drove past the job and seen the finished joints from the walk from the road. And I thought, man, they look straight. That guys must be good. What's going on there? And, and um, I ended up now, I know, I knew the guy. Okay. And, yeah. We're using boxes. Using what? I said. So yeah. He's he like, never mind, the, never mind, never mind. We got, yeah, we got a secret. We got a little then secret. There was, there was a, 
a guy that um, was getting out of the game. He was going to sell real estate for some reason, and he had um, some secondhand boxes which he wanted to sell. So I bought them. So uh, two boxes and an old, you know, the hand pump. Yeah. Yeah. Paid fifteen hundred dollars, I think it was, for the pump and two boxes. What were those and... tools? What were those tools? And that. So I assume, what year would you say that was? Would have been late nineties. Yeah. I don't know, 98 around then, I think, roughly. Yeah. So where did no, you actually, go? Yeah. So you went, did, were you still with the second company, the 16-year company, yes. when you yep. started using the yep. boxes? Yes, yeah. Okay. And that, what kind of tools were those? They were tape tech. Yeah. Tape tech. Yeah, the old... Um, Hinge one, yeah, one, one was the springs hot that actually hold the um the, the plate in. Yeah, if you took the springs out, the the plate had come off. Uh, yeah. yeah, they weren't they weren't bad boxes. They were in the US back then. Yeah, yeah. And what are you using tape tech still? No, I haven't got any tape tech tools at all <laughs> anymore. No. Use tape no. pro, right? Do you use tape pro? I've yeah, generally use tape pro. Yes, yep. Yeah. What do you like? What do you like about the tape pro? Um, number of things. If you've got a problem, they're only a phone call away. Yeah, they're Australian based. They're so Australian. Yeah. If you've got an issue, you, yeah, you, you're not con you're not contacting someone in another country who doesn't really care about Australia. You're actually talking to someone that you know, you're you're in the same country. Yeah, they've got a vested interest in, in that. Um, they're, they're a completely different box. Matter of fact, most of Tape Pro tools are different in so many ways to the other tools. They okay. run, a, run a solid axle, uh, inside track wheels, which I really like. Um, their wipers are completely different. They're a, a different material in the way they're connected to the box. They're different. Um, they're originally, I think it was Concord, that um, yeah, they were based on originally, and then um, uh, what what what's it called in America? Blue Line. Blue Line. Yeah, I was going to ask. Yeah, I line. I think Blue Line has yeah. a, a is in Australia as well. Is there other tool uh, manufacturers in Australia? No. So actually, as far as I know, Blue Line and Tape Pro are under the same same banner. As far as I know. Yeah. Okay. But there's. There is another small guy, I think, trying to get a bit of a start in Australia with the tools, but yeah, I think he's struggling. It's probably an established market already. Is he making pretty, tools? Pretty difficult. I think he's making some semi-automatic tools, to my knowledge. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. you guys have access to would wall, wallboard? Do, do they import like Columbia, Can Am, like all that stuff? No, no wallboard don't. There are other um, companies over here that import those. Yeah. Okay. So you can you can get get those brands over here. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. And then where do you get your uh, where do you get your tools from? Uh, usually I can get it. Look, I'm, I'm going to say CSR. 
but you're going to think, oh, CSR Canada. No, it's not. So in it, Australia, CSR is a manufacturer of plasterboard, largest manufacturer of plasterboard, and they've got their own distributor network, distribution network of um, board. They have uh, shop fronts, so they have tools as well, which you can go in there and purchase off, off the shelf. Or yeah. there are online stores. Um, one I use a bit is Plastering Supplies. They're based in Melbourne. They usually they have pretty good stock levels, and they're usually here within two to three days. And quite often, their pricing is better than than CSR, yeah, CSR Jiprock. Okay. That is interesting. And what does the CSR Australia stand for? Ah, now this is going to throw you out. Colonial Sugar Refinery. Okay. Yeah. So they started out refining sugar from sugar cane. That was their first first thing. And okay. they're, now they're, they're a major building group. Um, they own um, an insulation manufacturer, they insulation manufacturing, glazing. Um, they own part of Rondo, which does a lot of metal work over here, metal studs, angles, external angles, okay, all of that stuff. Yeah. Pretty big so company. Major building. Big, huge company. Yeah, huge company. Sick. By Australian standards. <clears throat> My morning cup. Your morning cup. Your Friday morning. My Thursday <laughs> afternoon, your Friday morning. That's it. That's Friday it. morning ain't even here yet. I might I might be working out when it's when it's your time I might be working out tomorrow I don't know depends on how I feel I'm looking at a fresco it's... harmony job tomorrow afternoon oh yeah yeah <laughs> so when you're looking at that I'll be sleeping <laughs> eleven o'clock yep yep eleven yep. will be yeah, no. Oh yeah, eleven would be eleven would be Saturday early morning, like, or even late, like maybe like twelve yeah. or one one a.m. Gets hard. I get confused. It's yeah, Australia's it's hard when it like skips a day, man. That's hard. Yeah, it would be hard to like travel seven eighteen a.m. here. It's crazy. It'd be hard to travel to like Australia and like. Get, you know, the jet lag would be huge over there. The thing is, though, you'd get here before you leave. Right. <laughs> it's like you never left. Yeah. <laughs> time time travel. Yeah, so if I left right. right, if I left right now, I would get there like the same time that I left. Yeah. Because you guys... No, are... hang on. It's not the other way around, isn't it? Sorry. It'd be the, it'd be the other way around if you, when you the left. other way around, yes. Yes, that's right. Yes, you sorry. Get, you get because yeah. you would go back in time. Yeah. So for our, for our listening audience, I don't know if you know this, but we are talking to Gary Holt in the into the future. He's It's Friday where he's at, and it's Thursday where I'm at. Yeah. <laughs> amazing, isn't it? That is pretty amazing. He's having his... Friday morning cup of coffee, and I'm having my Thursday afternoon <laughs> cup of coffee. <laughs> See, we got Drywall Magazine. <laughs> All right, oh, so... No, my, 
Mine's in a Yeti. So that's yeah, okay. those but are yeah, good. Supporting an American product. They yeah, are those are good. good. Yeah. Yeti, Yeti is a good product. I don't mind supporting them. They, even if they're from America, it's okay. Yeah, no, I, they are very good product. Yeah. And so the boxes, you, you <laughs> started using the boxes and you're like, damn, these boxes are pretty good. You know, they lay out a nice, yeah. a, a nice level that fast too, probably is, would be my first interpretation of the boxes. Damn, I could do a whole house in one Definitely. day, <laughs> yeah. you know, as fast as you guys are with the Hawk and trial. Um, yeah. what was, what was the next graduation of tools that you went to from the box? Um, let me think probably the angle tools. Okay. I, I bought some stuff off the guy second hand. Um, I hadn't used flushes at that stage. I went straight to an angle head. Okay. And yeah, that was a, a learning curve. Um, I didn't actually, well, I, I, I had an applicator, but it was, you've heard, you've heard of Applitech, no doubt. So I bought an Applitech, yeah. secondhand Applitech system. So it ran with a Graco pump and man, the learning curve on that thing was huge. Why? Absolutely huge. Uh, just trying to get your mud flow correct, your consistency of your mud and the output it could just lay it on very fast and sometimes not very neat because of the speed. So, Was it a continuous flow system? Yes. Yes. Interesting. Yeah. So you started yeah. out using a continuous flow system. I thought that was a later I, technology. Yeah. Well, that was the first thing I, cause I, I was only using the boxes and that was it. So none of the other stuff and probably, got left behind here in Australia in as much as not many guys were using bazookas or right. all the angle tools. I'd seen the flushes, but I thought, nah, they look too good to be true. It can't be real. So yeah. I never, never actually seen one operating right. until they yeah, got onto social media. So, yeah. Wow. So and that was, that getting... was later social media. That was yeah. 2000, 2010. Oh, yeah. So yeah. you didn't you didn't start everything, using everything other than boxes was still done by hand. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. you're you I mean I would consider that fairly new. I started in 2000 and they were using all the tools. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Like even in Australia now there's not many guys that use the auto taper. Interesting. Very very slow pickup on it. Yeah. Do you use a bazooka? Yes, I do. Yep. What bazooka do you use? I've got the Tape Pro um, Superlight. That's the one with the carbon fiber. Yeah, one. I held it. Yeah. I held it. It's pretty. That it that is, is pretty, a, isn't it? That is a beautiful uh, bazooka. The black. Yeah. Yep. Maybe I saw a newer version at Build Twenty Three. Maybe. Maybe they're holding something back it was pretty whatever it was yeah. i remember it i remember that and i remember the uh the angle it was like a, yep. a roll a roller roller they had, they yeah, had a fantastic the, roller yes yeah self-adjusting roller yeah. yeah it's it's 
It is good. Some guys don't like it, but each to their own. Yeah. By far the majority love it that have used it. So, yeah. So these guys, so you're, how do you get in touch? You said you created a lot of contacts from your experience on drywall talk. So that, that probably correlated with when you people met you on drywall talk and like, Oh, Hey man, you should be using, you should be using this tool. They'll send you a tool to try out and you'd try it out and you'd like it. Um, not so much that back in those days, um, for me, that was more contacts of other tradies, um, such as uh, there's a couple of guys in New Zealand. Um, Emmett Colin, Colin okay. Waterman, he was on Drywall Talk. Yeah, he's still he's on Instagram to these day, this day. Great guy. Yeah, often communicate with each other, chat, give him a phone call. Yeah, Captain yeah. Jip, Captain nice Jiprock. Yeah, Captain Jiprock. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Captain Sheetrock, was it, back then from the States? Was and it? Then, um, oh, there was a yeah, Captain Yeah, that was Sheetrock. a different guy. Yeah, but but um, Captain Jiprock in Australia, he was on there as well, but he was just uh, Brendan. I think he just went by his first name back then. Yeah. Uh, I've, I have I met him. him two years ago. Really nice guy. Went oh, yeah. Level five up in Scott's room, hotel room. Yep. His private yep. his private label showing the level five stuff. Yeah. <laughs> That's where I met uh I met Drywall Shorty and uh yep. Scott I've known for a little while. I've known for a little bit. Yep. yep. Yeah. So you're running the yeah, tools. So you're running all the tools now, pretty much. And they'll yep. throw you new yeah, tools, tools to check out. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so you, we were um, talking it was about through drywall talk. Sorry, no, go ahead. Yeah, it was through drywall talk that I first got into the auto taper. Um, yeah, these guys were putting up videos, how good it is, how to use it. Particularly two buck, he put up a series of videos on how to use it. So I ended up getting my first auto taper, uh, paid second. I got it second hand. Off another user off of drywall talk. Okay. And use that for a while. And yeah, I'd put up videos and say, yeah, this is what I'm doing. What am I doing wrong? Help me, please. And, <laughs> uh, yeah, the community the community there was fantastic. Yeah, really was. Learned a heap. And that's probably why I with Instagram, I try to as much as I can demonstrate, yeah, okay, I'm I'm repping tape pro and warboard, but show techniques try to show people how to use stuff, you know, and we've all got different techniques. If yeah. I can help someone, yeah, like the amount of um, messages I get on, on on Instagram DMs, oh, how do you do this or what do you do that? It's just you just scroll for days, the amount oh, of really? messages I get. And if I, can help, if I can help those guys, fantastic. Yeah, I'm up for it. I don't care what brand of tool they're using. Yeah, you know, a tool's a tool, yeah, to a degree, and they all work pretty well the same, same principles. Yeah, you know, yeah. If it's if it's leaving an edge, why is it leaving an edge? Well, on your boxes, adjust your thumb screw, change your blade, or yeah, um, change the consistency of your mud. Find out what's working. Some muds run better than others. Yeah, why are you using that mud? Why are you using this mud? What's 
it's all uh, doesn't matter what brand of tool it is. Yeah, do you do you have a decent selection of uh, mud over there? What are you using? Um, I basically use CSR mud, Jiprock brand mud, but they've got a fair variety. Um, some work okay. better than others. Yeah, so and they put uh, a... they put sugar in it over there, right? A little scoop of sugar. And uh, nope, nope, nope. Because colon colonial. Colonial Sugar Refinery. Ah, uh, sorry, I got the got the joke now. Yeah, <laughs> I don't well, know. Scoop, it could be in there. Well, scoop the sugar goes a long way in your mud. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah, that's it. Uh, over at the, yeah. uh, over at the uh, Colonial Sugar Refining Refinery. Refinery. Yeah, that's yeah. funny. And yeah. so they carry a full line of mud. Is there several mud companies, or is that are you pretty much limited to that type of mud over there? No, so there's three major. Um, there were, well, there was three major manufacturers in Australia. So okay. there was CSR, uh, Borel, and there was um, Lafarge. So Burrow. does Burrow make does Burrow make tools? <clears throat> Who's that? Sorry, Bur did you say Burrow? Burrow expert? No, uh, Borel. Borel. Borrow. Borrow. Okay. Borrow. Yeah. Borrow. Borrow. No, they didn't make tools. No, okay. didn't make tools. They made um, board and, and mud. Board yeah. and mud. They're another major sort of building company. But yeah. it's all changed now. Borrow got bought out by Sheetrock and and then Knauf bought out Lafarge. And now, um, who is it now that's bought out Lafarge? I, I can't keep up with it all. With, yeah. yeah. CSR, still CSR, Jiprock. And the others are just everywhere. That's funny. You guys have a CSR and there's a CSR Canada. That's that's interesting. Yeah, it is, isn't it? And they're both tool yeah. uh, tool uh, distribution, uh, you know, yep. places. Very cool. Very cool. Rare. 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 Yep. Very cool. Um, so, what, do you, what do you got on the agenda for today? What are you doing? Um, I'm gonna take the wife out for breakfast, or she's taking me out for <laughs> breakfast, one or the other. Shortly. Yeah, yeah. You've been you've been married for a bit, yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, what is it? Thirty three years. Yeah. Oh, that's a lot. That's yeah, good. yeah. And she still lets me come home each night, which is yeah amazing. That's even better. Yeah. Very cool. Um. So no, well, it's Friday there. No work today. No, as of this year, I've uh, decided that I'm only working four days a week, so I'm not working Fridays. Excellent, good for you. Are they yep. doing? I've heard of the United States looking at a four-day work week. I just heard that somewhere. I think my guy Jack was talking about. It. <laughs> <laughs> you're right an employee <laughs> yeah yeah that's <laughs> right that's though. right that's right jack jack yeah yeah he was inquiring about a four day i was like well that's less money <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> um interesting so is that something that is countrywide in australia are they moving no, toward no, no? that's like no, that's a gary gary holt special 
Yep, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah as I said, I'm, I'm 59 this year and time to probably start looking after the body a bit. Yeah. yeah. Give the body a bit more time to recover. That way yeah. I might have a few more years left in me. Yeah. How long Don't are you going to wear it out too soon? How long are you going to keep going with this, Gary? No idea. Yeah. No idea. How long's a piece of string, Nick? Hands. <laughs> <laughs> A, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> so you, how long after, I guess the 16 year stint, was it after that, that you, did you start your own business or are you working for somebody else currently? No. So then I um, went and worked for a company for four years. They were looking for someone to train apprentices. The guy okay. that I'd been working with for 16 years, he was, He'd reach retirement age. So then I went and worked for this other company on wages, training their apprentices and um, yeah, doing houses. Stayed there for four years. Then a few things changed there. I had some of their supervisors were new and difficult to get along with, and I thought, I don't need this. So yeah. I left and, yeah, went out on my own. Okay. So, you seem like a builders. you seem like a pretty good guy to get along with. Oh, I try to be. Yeah. 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 yeah I've I've yeah. I've worked with some jerks before. Yeah, there are some around, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. It's it ain't worth it. No, no. Just life's too short. Leave it alone. Walk away from it. Yeah. So how old were you when you uh jumped out on your own? Oh, come on, Nick. Um You were older. I was older, yeah. Yeah. Well, I just did an interview. I just did an interview with about Jams. 30, about 30, I think, yeah. yeah. No, hang on. Oh, that's not bad. No, you were older than that. 16. I was older than that. 16 and 16. You were 40. You were 40. 40 years Forty years young. Yeah, 40 years young. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So jams, I just talked with Jason Marshall. Uh, he was like twenty three. Yeah, yeah. It's super young, and I was like, "Whoa!" It like is. I, like you know, I was not ready to go on my own at that age. There's like no way I could have, you know, went out on my own. You know, there's a lot to learn. Yeah, still. I probably should have. I probably should have done it earlier. But yeah, just, yeah. Did you enjoy it? Where you are? Yeah. Did you enjoy yeah. it once you went out on your own? You could control everything. Yeah, yeah, just but I've never really liked the paperwork side of it. Yeah, the, the quoting yeah, and that side of it, never really liked that. But yeah, it sucks. Anyway, got to do what you got to do. How many employees you got? No, so it's just back to two of us now these days. Two. Yeah, and so you both take with, you both take Friday man. off. No, he works some Fridays. He's a bit more flexible than I am. Yeah, he'll work a Friday or he'll go and do his little side jobs on a Friday. Nice. Yeah. And how do you how see. do you structure it? Does he like does he subcontract for you or is he like hourly? Nah, so we split it. Okay. So 50-50, yeah, down the middle. Beautiful. Yeah. And if he works extra hours, we'll just calculate that into a job on a job to job basis. Like yeah. hourly? Yeah, just work out what you know, what we've made on the job and calculate that back hourly and he can, yeah, those extra hours he gets paid that 
the right that oh. we've made on that job. Yeah. Perfect. It's a good way yeah. to do it. That way it's fair. I'm yeah. fair. Yeah. Yeah. Because if he's putting in 12 hours on Friday. <laughs> yeah. Which he's not. I think he was going to go in for an hour this morning and then take his dirt bike for a ride. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, it's hard. When your partner's taking Friday off, it's hard to show up and get yeah. some stuff done. <laughs> yep. If my anyway, if my partner that, was taking good. Friday off, I'd be taking Friday off. <laughs> cool. And Why so you you've been doing that for a little while. Uh, your own your own gig. Few yeah, years yeah, now, yeah. 20, 20 years. years. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Very Coming cool. Twenty years. Yeah. Very mm-hmm. cool. Oh, we were going to talk Here. about this fancy sander. You got some kind of fancy oh. sander. Corner sander? Yeah, what do you yeah. what do you call it? You have a fancy yeah. name. No and and well, and stop stop me if I'm wrong. Nobody has this sander yet. This is an innovation in the drywall space, correct? Yes. Yes, it is. All right. Tell um, me. It's actually the, the, the original idea was um from a guy in Canada, believe it or not. And he put it on Instagram that his the, the fact that it's wider at the top and narrow at the bottom in an angle, um, the the outside edges, when it's wider, it touches the outside edges and okay. sends, feathers those. Yep. And at the bottom, the apex is tighter, so it gets right into the corner. Yeah, and the design so, is cool. I really like it. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't it wasn't Richard yeah. Icefeller, was it? No, it was not. No. No, no. Pete Wilson is the guy's name in Canada. Pete Wilson. He came up with the original concept. And, uh, yeah, he put up a video on how he made his. And okay. And I made made one and then modified okay. it to to suit. Um, okay. His was his used a fair bit of epoxy to glue things in and then um, actually uh, glued the, the foam pad on. Yeah, I decided to use Velcro and then different pads, and yeah. yeah so it's yeah, the one I'm using is different to Pete's, but of same principle. Yeah, cool. And so, so you yeah. started, you start Pete had one, but he wasn't manufacturing them. No, no, he made his own. And so he, he made his own. He was like, "Hey, got. check check this out." And Gary was like, "I'm going to make those and like see if Tape Pro yeah, wants I'm, to I'm climb gonna... on board, right?" Yeah, well, Tape Pro seen mine and then said, "Hey, how about we do this? <laughs> Did you you do whatever you do?" <laughs> what, yeah, what happened not, with not my idea? What happened with Tape Pro? They just took it. Well, they've 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 made it now. They've only just released it, so we'll see where it goes. What's it called? Yeah. They call it the Stealth Sander. Stealth Sander. Yeah. Where can people get the stealth sander from? In Australia, anywhere where you buy Tape Pro tools, and you got to go to US, and you got to go to. You can get it in the US. It's coming to the US very, okay. very soon. I'm not sure if it's there yet. So anywhere where you'd purchase your Tape Pro tools in the US, will have it. Did you help uh, Tape Pro develop the stealth sander? Um, yes, I did. I guess, yeah. yeah. You sort of you worked with them on it. Did, are you getting any kickbacks yep. for that, or it was just like no friend no, deal? No kickbacks. No, no kickbacks. Kick, no, no kickbacks. No. 
what did what did they like oh, about they it? They sent me one. They sent me one. <laughs> free free sanding paper for life. <laughs> you heard it here, Tape Pro. Gary gets free sanding paper. Because he stole it. He stole it fair and square from Pete. And Pete's yeah, not getting I didn't Pete's steal not getting it. nothing. <laughs> uh, Pete, Pete's pretty cool. He's he's good good guy. Yeah. Oh, cool. Pete Pete from uh from Canada. Peter uh, what's his name? Yeah, Pete Pete Wilson. Pete, Pete Wilson. Wilson. I don't know if I know Pete. Very cool. Very cool. We've covered a lot of ground. What what's What's the benefit of having a sander that's just just to get the outside edge and the inside edge at this with one sanding pole? How is that better than me just taking my sanding pole doing the outside? I guess because you can get you can get inside in in the angle. I you you don't need your foam block anymore to touch up your your inside your apex at all. Once you've gone from top to bottom with that sander. That angle yep. is finished. Done. Yeah. Done. That's, that sounds no need fa to, no, fantastic. Yeah. I have light checked so many angles after they've been done, shine a light over it. Okay. And they're faultless. Yeah. And that, and that depends on your finishing skills as well as to how, how hard it is to sand and how much sanding there is. Okay. But, yeah, faultless. So that – that stealth sander, you would say, like totally changed the way that you sand and finish your angles. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So okay. Brad, that's the guy, guy that I work with. We've got two of them. We're on a house yesterday. Um, and as you know, in, in Australia, we don't do many top angles. It's usually, it's cornice. So it's just the uprights. Yeah. So we went through this house yesterday, four bedroom house, um, en suite, you know, reasonable size home. We had all the internal angles sanded in about 15 minutes. Finished. Beautiful. So yeah. that, that stealth tool is a steadfast part of your arsenal tool. arsenal. Absolutely. And yep. now you yeah. use it on every job. When a tool comes along like that, that's a really big deal for like somebody to like that's been doing it all their lives to shift and do it that way. Um, you know, that's a big yep. deal. Yeah. I'll be very interested to see the reaction of people in general when they get it in their hands and have a go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, you as get as, people yeah. talking trash. As long as they trash. let the tool do the work. Mm. Oh, there's there's always someone that'll be talking trash. But yeah. Um but, yeah, I did hear you say that too. There's a little technique, maybe a little learning curve where kind of like, a, like if you're cutting wood with a saw, you let the, let the sander do the work. Will, will exactly, it chunk? Will exactly. it pop? Will it pop and chunk? If you're not careful. No, it won't pop and chunk. It'll, it'll just grip and you won't be able to push it. You'll go, Oh, it's really hard to push. That's because you're pushing in the angle too hard. Okay. And the, the grit of the paper is just gripping the, the mud and not sliding. Hello, Comet. You know, just go nice and just gently. Gentle, gentle. Like if you're if you're sanding a, a joint by hand, you don't push really hard, do you? You you, you let it float over the joint. It's yeah. the same principle. Yeah. yeah. I like it. Let the tool do the work. Let the tool do the work. The stealth. Uh, now, by Tape Pro... Available in the United States shortly. 
perhaps? Yes, if not already. I, I don't know for sure, but uh, it won't be far away. All right, we'll check on it. Uh, Gary Holt. You, you would have seen it at Build 23, wouldn't you? I wasn't looking. I wasn't. I wasn't uh, paying attention to that. You know, there was a lot going yep. on. You know, but I think he yep. was show he was showing it off, and I was like observing it. But I think like the dudes that I was looking at, they were looking at that cone. They were showing us the corner roller, but that sander, they were really yep. they were showing it, showing it off. Now, yeah, come to think of it, I remember I do remember seeing it. So. Um, they were getting, they were probably getting some feedback. It'd be fun to talk to one of the guys from tape pro and, you know, see what yeah. the feedback on it, on it is. Yeah. It'd be interesting. Uh, Gary Holt with yeah, Gary Holt plastering Australia. What's your pearl of wisdom that you can bestow on the drywall community? Oh, be kind to your mother. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I don't know, Nick. Just uh, that's um, that's a good one for me, work, buddy. Yeah, work hard. Be honest. Be friendly, and just think of the next guy. A lot of guys don't, unfortunately. You yeah. Know, think of the next trade that's coming in. Um, some something that a guy said to me many many years ago. He said, "When you're working on this project." This is a project that someone's paying X amount of dollars for. It's it's their it's their home. It's not just a house. It'll be their home. Yep. So if you wouldn't accept it in your home, it's not acceptable. So do it to the best of your ability. Absolutely. And treat it like you want it yourself. That is a really good point. Um, people, you know, we we tend to forget like this is going to be somebody's home. They're going to come in, they're going to sit, you know, they're going to raise children there. And, you know, you're yeah. putting, you're, you're actually, you're having something to do with this project, this art project that somebody's going to enjoy for years to come. It's a very yeah, good point. Hopefully. Yeah. 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 It's not yeah, just it's a house, home. it's a home. Yeah, yeah. I like that, Gary. I like that. Thank you so much for joining me on the Drywall Podcast today. It was a little bit of a poll. But uh, we made it. We made it happen, and I'm really appreciative appreciative of your time. No worries, Nick. Yeah, it was no really great, man. Tonight. It was great, and also, you know, just like everybody, man, it's so cool to get to know you. And uh, yeah. you will go on the list of uh, everyone that comes on the Drywall Podcast. We'll get a swag bucket from the Canadian CSR, uh, huh. where yeah. you get a uh, what do you get? They'll probably be pissed because this one's going to Australia. But uh, a bucket, oh, him. a bucket, a shirt, a tech dry tool is going to oh, be included. Sweet. I've seen those. Yeah, they're cool. Uh, a three way, yep. uh, a, a spy sponge, and a yep. sample pack, a color pack, and a sample of sealer from Fresco Harmony. So pretty cool. Cool. Yeah, that's cool. What <laughs> color? Fun stuff. Merriman Beige. Okay. Merriman Beige, yeah. So it's a cool how, what what square footage would that do? That would do, unfortunately, it's like a sample sealer. Maybe I'll talk them into giving a cord away, which would enable you to do like 200 square feet, a, a large okay. accent wall. 
you know, but a, a, yep. a one color pack mixes with a box of mud, 4.5 yep. gallon, whatever that do 150, 200 square feet. Okay. Decent size cool. wall. Yeah. Never yeah. know. Might find a wall at home that needs it. It's pretty cool, yeah. but your wife will want more. You do like an accent wall. All of a sudden she'll want the whole living room done, you know? And then I got to then I got to get on the phone to Wallboard or CSR and be like, "Hey, I'm already selling at CSR Canada. Let's sell this stuff at CSR in Australia. You guys already make mud. Let's do this. Let's get it going." But uh you would hey, keep up the volume then, Nick. Be a good problem to have, wouldn't it? That would be a good problem to have. I'd love to ship product <laughs> over to Australia. I think it'd be fun. Go over there and go over there and hang out with you guys. Show you how to run the bazooka. Yeah, you probably could. <laughs> uh, I used to love. Uh, I haven't ran it for the long time, but uh, I used to love to run the bazooka. I got pretty quick with it back in the day. Yeah, I ran it yesterday. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. It take take the house out yesterday morning, so it was good. Yeah, it was my my uh, funnest tool was the bazooka. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah, what's your what's your funnest tool? It's either that or the um, corner finisher on the compound tube. Okay. So yeah, so I use the Tape Pro. I've got a what they call a CFP seventy five. So yeah. it's a plastic bodied corner finisher. So it's a lot lighter than your traditional metal based finishes. Right. finishes and it clicks onto the um, compound tube okay. and it gives a nice snug fit so it doesn't flop about yeah so you can actually drive it really easily yeah and okay. work on the compound tube it is just gold yeah you like running yeah. that one I do like using smoothing out like those smoothing out those corners nice and perfect yep yep yeah get a very cool stealth sander that's right. That's right. Very cool, man. Well, you don't need the stealth sander very much when you pull those angles out nice and sharp. Just a little brush. Yeah. Just a little <laughs> brush. That's it. A little wipe done. Yeah. That's cool. Well, that's we'll be we'll be in touch, Gary, because you're such a cool dude, man. And if I come to Australia, I would love to come out there. Had you know, come to Melbourne, take a take a road trip up and see you. Uh, you know, yeah. play around in some mud, man. That'd be fun. Go fishing, Nick. Well, yeah, we'll take Friday off and we'll go fishing. Go fishing. That's it. <laughs> All right, buddy. You have a good Friday and uh, we'll talk soon, man. Thanks for joining me. No worries. No dramas. Right. You take care, Nick. Great, right. great to chat, mate. Yeah. Great good chat. Talk soon. Cheers. Special thanks to Gary Holt for being with us on the Drywall Podcast today. I appreciate your time and thank you so much. The Drywall Podcast can be listened to on your favorite platforms such as Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and also YouTube. If you go and like our YouTube page too, you can see a 15-minute teaser episode of my interview with Gary and every episode, and they're pretty cool. Tune in next Friday when we will be visiting with Ken Landon from Albany, New York, a great guy and 
super knowledgeable about the industry. Also, I'm excited to bring on board our newest sponsor, TechDry Tools. So stay tuned for that. Special thanks to Can-Am Tools for sponsoring the months of March and April. I really appreciate it, you guys. Can-Am Tools, industry-leading tools that help professionals around the world save time and money. For the months of March and April, you have an opportunity to get your hands on these tools at a discounted price. If you go to canamtools.com and enter promo code TDP15. The Drywall Podcast is also brought to you by Fresco Harmony, making walls better since 2004. Thank you so much for joining the Drywall Podcast today. I hope you all have a fantastic weekend. And remember, keep drywalling.